0: That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV
1: show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Great Escape After Show. Welcome, welcome, everybody. This is Phil Svitek, and we are here, just like Bing, doing it well. We are doing The Great Escape Season 1, Episode 2, Escape from the USS Hornet. And I am joined this week alongside, not Sean Overman, but...
2: Marissa Serafini here. Hello, everyone.
1: Hello, hello. For those of you who uh, who are avid fans of AfterBuzz TV, you know Marissa from The Booth. Yes. So she makes her a um, very special appearance here on today's episode.
2: Yeah, yeah. This is going to be fun.
1: What did you think of the show? You, d- you didn't see last week's episode.
2: Yeah, I've never watched the show, and from... Uh, straight off the bat, like I could tell, I was gonna like it uh, because it's all thinking, and uh, I love thinking competition competition type of games.
1: I see you're one of those smart people, huh?
2: <laughs> well, I never said I was smart, but I I love thinking games.
1: Well, here was the interesting part for me, and uh, we'll we'll certainly talk at, at length a little bit about the um, the people there, but just just in general overall. It, Again, you, you can't make this comparison, but knowing the first episode to this one, it seemed like they had the same stereotype of people. They had the siblings. Mm-hmm. They, in in this case, they had a father daughter. In last case, they had um they had an engaged couple. But but it was again, it's kind of family oriented in that sense. And then um they had best friends, quote unquote. Mm. Um, so the best friends, you know, Victor and Armando, wh- what did you think of them?
2: Um, they, they were good. They said they were from Florida and they're very competitive. So I think that was going to be uh, fun to watch them. And then...
1: No offense, but they, you know, th- this is now the second time again that the friends that have come up on this, they, they seem to be the meatheads slash dumb people <laughs> on the show. Or that's how they're portrayed, and that's—I mean, even even Sal in today's episode, the the guy from the blue team, he made the man. He's like, you guys may have muscles, but we have brains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, anything to add to that about them that you thought was of of note?
2: Of Armando and Victor. Yeah. Um. No, I th- I think that's pretty much it yeah. and like you said they're friends and you can tell right off the bat that they were there to have fun I don't think they were taking it seriously from the beginning really,
1: really? <laughs> yeah. that's that, that's what me and heads do they take things seriously <laughs> no. no you thought they were just have I I wholeheartedly <laughs> disagree with you there Marissa okay um
2: Agreed to disagree
1: uh, no just just we just disagree <laughs> okay um so let's talk about Tim and his daughter McKenna.
2: Yes, the red team. Uh uh they they seemed like they were going to be a good fit. They had a good motivational tool, you know, th- they wanted to pay off.
1: Uh, you're just saying that cuz you college got college loans, loans to pay yes, off. Yes,
2: I I say that because I empathize with them. So, yeah, I would want to win $100,000 too. So.
1: Well, um, there, was, there was an endearing quality to them. Um, and the father, I, I like to know what age he, he is. Um, but you know what? It's fun. We'll discuss their kind of relationship more at length. But, you know, uh, I think right off the bat they had a certain personality to them that drew me in. Okay. And then um, Sal, and I'm going to butcher this name. What was J- Jenin? G N G N yeah it's it was G E A N N
2: N A N
1: yeah so sorry for pronouncing your name wrong but they were siblings and she's actually older which <laughs> um i don't know I, I really like their their dynamic in that sense where South just basically did, there's a sibling rivalry there mhm you have four siblings
2: uh, yes, I have four older siblings.
1: Four older siblings. Yes. Um, what does you think? What do you think of their relationship?
2: I liked it. I, I kind of know what that's like because I do have an older brother, but we're close in age, so I have that uh, similarity with them. Yes, there is sibling rivalry, rivalry there, but they worked well enough together.
1: I sense that's not sincere, although I have no idea why. <laughs> Um well, who did you pick to win the win this whole thing?
2: You know, I, I wanted uh Tim and McKenna to win.
1: Really? Yeah. I liked them, but honestly I thought Sal and his sister would win. Okay. That my money was on them. Off the bat. And then they fortunately disappointed me throughout the episode. <laughs> But you know, I am happy that Tim and his daughter won. I so was not rooting for Armando and Victor. No offense to them.
2: Okay. Yeah, I wasn't rooting for them either.
1: All right. So you were, you were team, you were team Tim all the way.
2: Yes, I was team Red.
1: <laughs> team Red. All right. So, um, what what did you think of the um, the overall challenge? Um, not not the challenge, but just I guess the destination of the USS Hornet. I mean, do you know much about it?
2: Uh No, I do not, but they were on a battleship aircraft carrier, the USS Hornet. It's and... very
1: famous, Marissa. <laughs> we're about to celebrate 4th of July, and you don't know what...
2: I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> <sighs> but... Uh, the... That is so
1: classic her. <laughs>
2: yes. the, um, the nautical prison
1: here i mean what what i like about it we kind of dis- Sean and i last week discussed of the things that the, the sort of challenges that they would be going through in the next um episodes and uh, what i like about it is that it it's different but it and yet it's still prison related i mean it, it they did alcatraz last time and it still remind me of that mhm of but you know the setup and things like that but um i like the i like the stages You know, and obviously kind of find out the stages off the bat. Um, I I thought it could have been really boring because their first task was to unlock themselves out of this jail cell. And I was like, okay, are they going to have to do the same thing? Um, But they, I I really liked it. What what are your thoughts on just the way they had to escape?
2: Um, I I, I like the setup because from phase one or stage one to stage four, they, you know, they started at the beginning at the bottom the belly of the ship and they had to work their way up and the first stage i liked um because they had to find the map in their brig um right off the bat and uh i i think it was challenging enough but simple just to you know start off the challenge
1: well uh what i liked about A these contestants this time around was the fact that unlike last time they didn't tear apart the room to find this key or whatever they were trying to find and um, and I like how it was hidden you know uh, the map was kind of a makeshift it it was in that corner in the headspace and you had to kind of really push against the wall to really find it so Mm -hmm. I thought that was interesting and then um, this time around just having to break the lock
2: yeah um, it's very fitting that there was uh, wire cutters on the outside, but they had to find the wire at the bottom of their bed to and yeah. f- form that into this loop lasso now in let me order ha- to grab. Let me ask oh, you this.
1: Sorry. Let me ask you this. Um, so last time when they got caught by the guards, they they had to refine their key. Okay. Was this a matter? Do you think? Uh, I mean, obviously, no one got caught too much. Except for the green team, but um, when they had to go back, did they think they had to refine their wire to to get the the cutter or no?
2: I thought they were gonna have to do it again, although they know what they were supposed to do, but they never really showed us y- them that breaking that, out again,
1: yeah, that aspect of it, um I don't know exactly how it happened, and uh if if it literally if they had access to the to the cutter then that's not exciting because it's okay so we're locked in but we know exactly what to do and we just cut this thing off and bam exactly we're, just we're do it a, a over again so um, but interesting turn of events of how everyone you know kind of escaped it's pretty much the reverse order of how they finished yeah I mean literally <laughs>
2: yeah it was Um, because um, the green team gets out first
1: nope no no. No, oh, no, no, no. no, no. Sorry, no. sorry,
2: sorry. They the the <laughs> they already messed up. The the blue team gets out first.
1: Yes, they do. Um and Sal they teased and they Jean- teased Jean- the blue <laughs> they tease the um green team, which was my favorite part about it. And this is again why I had picked the blue team and I was really rooting for them and they were off and about and I was like, Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and story-wise, they built it up really well in making us believe that the red team was absolute garbage.
2: <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure about them at the beginning. I'm like, oh, they're falling really behind. But throughout watching the episode, I was like, you know what? They're going to have a remarca- remarkable comeback. And they did.
1: <laughs> yes, they did. Um, and then he- here- here's where, again, it gets kind of weird for me. Is if everyone, everyone initially had the the map behind the same thing, so you know if you're really kind of paying attention, you could figure out based off of other people where they're finding their maps and how they're doing this. Mm-hmm. So it it's kind of it was very painful to watch the red team in that regard because they didn't pay attention yeah and um i I was feeling really sad for them because they were saying how how dumb we are how stupid (laughs) we are i was like well yeah
2: well yet seeing um the blue and the green team figure it out so quickly and then we're seeing the red they're still struggling trying to find both the map and the and keys to get out yeah
1: (laughs) yes um so, then we head to stage one, or what is technically stage one. And this reminded me of a Titanic-esque type of challenge where you basically, like like Kate Winslet, you just have to go in the water and try to find this damn thing.
2: I thought the same thing, Titanic.
1: So, um, and like the Titanic, the water is very, very cold. Um, and you pretty much find out who, who the sadist of, any, of these relationships is. Yeah. Because yeah. Sal had to go well, i'm I'm surprised that Sal actually did go because you know he's just sent he seems the type of guy that have sent the girl
2: yeah uh, <laughs> it, 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 like i didn't I wouldn't want to get into that water that water was murky, like no other and they kept saying each team said they couldn't see anything when they tried to open their eyes on the water it was just so ugh. It, it, it didn't even look pretty, let alone swimming in it. And
1: <laughs> I, I I wonder how deep it was because I don't I don't know if they mentioned that or not, but I, I'd want to see.
2: I don't think it was that deep because the water only went up to maybe the waist slash chest area for all of them. So probably what no, I think three, it was three
1: four feet. I think it was a little bit deeper than that, and they were kind of having to swim because they were having to come up for, for breath, and they were kind of holding. Um, and they were really. Di- I mean, if you if you only have to search three feet of water, mm-hmm. you know, you just do a headstand and and search for this damn thing. But I think it was more trouble than that. Okay. I don't know. I'd I'd be curious to know. Um. And then they get their fresh clothes. And the, this, you know, mm-hmm. I I think if there was a downfall, this is where the the not not this was not the make or break for the blue team, but there's Sal putting on his fresh robe. Um. Just kind of nonchalant. Mm
2: hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, I completely forgot what I was going to say.
1: Oh, Marissa. Uh. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. Yeah. I, I forgot
1: just, what I was going to say. Yeah. Brain fart. Ah, uh, Marissa, why do I. I, I try to <laughs> include you. Here, think about it.
2: Oh. Very fitting, very fitting. Well, they had to uh, get—they had to find the key in the water in order to open the locker
1: Uh
2: to get their dry clothes.
1: Can you be more obvious? (laughs) Yeah. For the listeners that haven't seen the episode.
2: Well, I've never seen it, so this is all new to me. So.
1: (laughs) Boom, boom. All right. Well. There you go. Um. So yes the red team then comes uh no i'm sorry the green team and they go off and and i forget which one it was actually armando or victor do you know that for who went into the water um i think it was armando right yeah i
2: think it was armando
1: um and he certainly didn't like it no but uh and th- this is where they started kind of catching up everyone's kind of going to phase 2 and although the red team's very far behind you know they got in now um and this McKenna was just a sadist. of like, "Dad, you're going in. Go, go. Right? <laughs> Get on. What are you doing? Go." Um,
2: I I think she, she should have swam. I mean, she's younger, and no. don't don't make your dad no. swim in the water.
1: Come no. on. I think I think he was more than happy to do it. <laughs> okay. Um, and phase two was really the deciding factor in all of this. Mm-hmm. because um, the blue team's there, and they just. Well, granted, the blue team had trouble later on, too. Yes. But they would... Yeah, I mean, they just show their true colors and and that they're not good at solving puzzles. Um, And ironically, you know, in hindsight, you want to laugh at the green team because with their pulley system, which, to their credit, that was actually a pretty smart idea, creating a pulley system for that.
2: Yeah, it was very innovative using your sweater...
1: No, the, no, no! You're the, oh, the, the green is, team. Yes, the green team. The but green team. we no, but we're we're talking we're talking <laughs> about the um when they have to push open the 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 hatches.
2: Oh, okay, yeah, yes. okay. We're at that part. My notes at. are all over the place. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: Oh, Marissa, <laughs> this is why we keep her in the booth. <laughs> um,
2: this is why I hardly. Ch- chime in oh i'm just failing all tonight aren't i <laughs> um
1: but anyway you know that you now you remember their pulley system that they used uh yes okay so their pulley system the the reason it, again it, it, it was actually a very clever idea except for the fact that they were pulling it in and that was no good what you wanted to do was push it out mm-hmm. um and poor blue team f- in thinking that okay, of course there's going to be a tool and a, and you know a screwdriver to get this out. Yeah. And uh, they just put all their eggs in that basket. I mean, at first I thought they were right. You know, I'm I'm sure there was some sort of clue that told them, but I guess in high, if you think about it, there was no clue that told you. No. Um.
2: And ironically enough, like all you had to do was simply kick it. <laughs>
1: Yes, that's, that, I mean, pardon the pun, but he's, Sal must be kicking himself in the head for not <laughs> having thought of it, or tried that, you know? Yeah. Um,
2: you should have pushed or pulled from the beginning, you know? Hopefully pushing would have figured, they could have figured it out earlier.
1: I mean, I mean here, uh, it's these competitions, it's a cliche thing, but you really learn about people and, and the way they kind of function, right? Um, for example, like, if if you take Rambo and then you take um, what's one of your favorite characters in any movie?
2: Mm, I love Rocky. <laughs> take right. the same character and just all right. Thank you for different movie.
1: <laughs> thank you for shitting on my point. <laughs> um, give me someone else, someone not Stallone.
2: All right. Well, how about John McClane from uh, Die Hard?
1: You, all right. I'm gonna make my own point then. All right, go for it. I gave you your effort. <laughs> I um, tried. I tried. So Rainbow's first instinct when he sees a door that's locked might be to shoot down the whole house. Mm-hmm. Whereas someone else's instinct is, okay, I'm gonna ring the doorbell. And if that doesn't work, then yeah, I'll escalate the, you know, the circumstances under which you know I try to attempt this door. Maybe I try to see if someone's in the house. Blah blah. So again, uh, just pe- the way people kind of go about figuring out a certain strategy reveals who they are. And Mm. so Sal, clearly, I I mean, I don't know, maybe it's to his credit or not to his credit, but he, you know, he should have just tried it. And had he done that, you know, then he would be in a different boat. But clearly not.
2: Yeah, I think, you know, because of all these challenges they know they have to go through, sometimes they overthink it, and then sometimes it really is just simply, simply just kicking the great open you know well and they were, again that's, they were overthinking it
1: they they definitely were and that that was definitely the problem just you know you gotta eliminate the variables mm-hmm. you know okay wait kicking it down does not work okay move on to this okay that does not work move on to this um instead i feel like they jumped to the f- whatever 20th option when they should have gone with the first option um So, yes, I'm actually – this was the turning point for Tim and the daughter. They got through, and then everyone else – and yet um, Sal, they they didn't really catch on. You know, the greeting team certainly did of like, oh, wait, we just got to kick this damn thing down. But Sal, it took him a while. Yeah, it did. So, um, and that's that's what I think for me really changed the game. And, And from then on, it was never the same. So, you're heading um, – then you're heading to – I, I like this part of the, the overall competition of where they're having to figure out the doors. And I like the fact that these doors were all different, you yeah. know, as as opposed to these grates where, okay, everyone just pushes it out. That's it. You know, each door had a different type of thing. So, for um, Tim and the daughter, they had to do eight pins at once.
2: Yes. And they had – they found that wire – or several wires that were off on the side of the wall, and they fed it through all the eight pins and opened it that way, and there was that knob that they turned. Correct?
1: Correct. Yes. Well, what did you yeah. think of it? You're very good at recapping. <laughs> I will give you that.
2: I'm, I'm visually trying to remember this. Uh, I, th- I thought that was great. Um, very creative. Eight pins all at once. I mean i At first, I was thinking that you know there's there's two of them with four hands they can easily pull the eight pins, but obviously that's not the case. They had to feed the wire through it, so I thought that was a clever way of opening a door
1: yeah, I mean you know i I'd be curious to see if they actually try to pull it um with with the eight pins but um and then just had trouble not doing that. But obviously a very smart strategy because then, again, you're using a pulley system mm-hmm. to, to do the work instead of you. And it probably would have taken a lot more effort to do, though. Um, Nick yeah, – I'm sorry, not Nick. Armando and Victor, they had to do, as they said, they have a triangle. Yes. And uh, they just kind of had to go through the tools to, to get there. And they did. Uh, now, what does he think of Sal – and his sister and then and them
2: i I thought that was a fairly easy door to open. There was only two uh handles that they had to find, you know kind of that that double that dual system, yeah, where you have to both do it at the same time and pull the handle
1: Here's where I think open. they were going wrong the whole time is that they were two on edge of you've got to do it quickly we've got to do it quickly whereas if you know then that's the tough part in these challenges you've got to take a moment and had they eventually they found it because they traced the wire but had you just kind of thought about it for literally 10 seconds and just looked for 10 seconds just give it that time it doesn't take too long but been like okay what's around this door Ooh, there's wires well where does this one go well where does this one go mm-hmm. oh interesting Alright, maybe this one works, you know. So then you again you're eliminating variables. But you can't do that when when you're on edge and you're just like, okay. And I think he was kind of screaming at his sister, which wasn't right. Yeah. But, um So, uh the red team, right off the bat, again, kudos to them. This is they just continue to increase their lead. Yep. And this is they where they
2: finished first for
1: that stage. They did, and and then they only worked to increase their lead by finding the torpedo room and very smart strategy. I mean, no one else used it, which surprises me, but, you know, you had the daughter go down and, uh, what I like, they pushed each other, you know, yeah. like, go down, go down. All right. I'm going to start pulling it out of the way. You know, they, they, they were on the same page of like, you know, um, feelings aside, we got to get this done. And very smart, I mean, to to go down and do it, whereas everybody else, as, as you mentioned earlier, even though it was, it was the wrong point at the time, the Yeah, I the skipped sweater. ahead. I skipped ahead. <laughs> well, do you think the sweater made a difference or not?
2: I I don't think so, because we saw the red team first, and we saw McKenna go down and actually physically clutch the hook herself, and then when we see the other two teams, I'm like, why don't they just go down as well, but No, they just, I think they made it harder for themselves to, like, try to just dangle the hook and try to hook it on.
1: But you're not answering the question. (laughs) Did the sweater help? No. No? No,
2: I don't think so. I don't think it was needed.
1: You don't don't think it was needed? No. Really?
2: Well, they were trying to extend... Makes a good story. (laughs) They were trying to extend their hook because it wasn't reaching down far enough, but... Honestly, I don't think it was needed.
1: Yeah, I don't think the sweater did anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, It looked like at one point that's where it was headed, where um you would have then Sal, because he was like, well, it's a weird strategy, but if it works, it works. And then I, I was thinking he was going to copy them of like, wait, that son of a gun hooked his thing with a sweater. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let me take off my sweater and do the same. <laughs> I thought it was going to get to down to that kind of idiotic level, but... um. I guess it didn't.
2: Fortunately, it didn't.
1: (laughs) I was ready to see that. That would have been fun. Um, And then you have the guards. Now, what did you think of the guards? Because Sean and I talked a little about our opinions about the guards. But what are your feelings towards the guards and how they're used and and et cetera?
2: Um, I I liked the idea of having guards because, yeah, there is security. Um, And you're going to run into them, uh, especially when you're trying to break out of something uh I I don't think there were was enough cuz when they were showing the guards there was they only showed one person like just walking here and there. I I thought there was going to be multiple guards all at once, but it was really just one person walking back and forth with a flashlight.
1: Yeah, but also do you think it's like it's one of those things, okay, A you have a camera crew, B you kind of know where these people are going from and to and so you know their route and so if you really wanted to be an a-hole you actually would know where they are mm-hmm. i wonder if you're you know, what would it be funny if you're that guard that for some reason just hears footsteps but can't find them and really really want to find them and, but you just can't that would be pretty <laughs> funny because it seems to me the guards at a huge huge advantage
2: yeah because um, yeah and like you said there there was a camera crew and it's like if you're really a guard, you would obviously see a camera crew falling, going places and stuff. But And McKenna, she she dropped that tool, whatever tool it was, and you can hear this loud clanging. You'd think a guard would be running up to them and finding them, but no.
1: Yeah. Well, again, as, as we talked about it, they're a little bit, quote, dumbed down. Yeah. For the purpose of the show. Um, and I actually... I applaud Tim, you know, for not getting caught. I thought eventually they would, especially upstairs, but um, they didn't. The only team, this is jumping a little bit ahead, but uh, obviously the green team was caught, in, which is quite funny because, um, you know, it looked like the blue team was going to get caught and everyone was just going to get caught. And then eventually, like, here's the thing, they just, they, whenever the green team got there, they just ran in, guns a-blazing, and of course you're going to get caught at that point.
2: Yeah. They just meant full on.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um. Then let's talk about the CIC. Right? That was the next thing?
2: Yes, the Combat Information Center.
1: Oh, wait. Before that, they had it to pull that. out, um, you know, the anchors or whatever? Yes. And then they got to the CIC. Um. This. They is- had to
2: pull that chain with the red flag that had codes on them.
1: Yes. And yeah.
2: also the second piece to the key.
1: Yes. Um, I'm really mad at Tim because, it's seen, you know, and and obviously he picks up on it, He's like, dumb, dumb mistakes, you know, and dumb mistakes do kill you. I mean, they could have lost. And had they lost, it would have been because of this event that happened. He didn't check the whole box. And, dude, if there's a box at the bottom of this, mm-hmm. just check it because, you know, you know it's somehow going to be a part of it. Yeah. It's going to tell you something, even if that's something is that the fact that okay this is not a box that you need. Mm-hmm. That's vital information at this stage in the game. And uh, but nevertheless they they catch up. Green team gets caught and that was kind of their um, killer for because at the end of the day had they not gotten caught they were pretty neck and neck.
2: Yeah, they like all of them were uh, I believe in stage two they were all at the same point at one.
1: At this point, point we're time. at stage three. Yeah, yeah, but... Well, they, like, they met they, up a lot. Yeah,
2: yeah they, there was a point where they were all working on the same thing, so it, it did get close Yeah, here and there.
1: Um, and so then we have the radar challenge, which was fun. I liked it. Uh, you know, I, I was worried about Tim, and this is where things could have gotten bad of like them trying to figure out, but I guess he just... Putting the code wrong, so and it ended up being fine. You know, they kind of played to that expectation. Um, and then and then they listen in, and, and from that point, it's kind of. I didn't expect the guards to be upstairs, by the way.
2: No, me neither.
1: Um, I mean, it was daylight. A and B, you know, I, I don't know. It was it was a nice element, but I would I would have liked to see someone have gotten caught. To really kind of give us another twist in the in the game at that point.
2: Yeah, but good on Tim for being cautious when they first got up there. Because yeah. I wouldn't have thought guards would be up there, but thankfully enough, he learned from earlier. You know, you never know who's going to be uh, yeah. watching you. So.
1: I thought I thought that was definitely going to be their downfall, where they were just going to be too careful, and then everyone else was going to catch up and realize that there's no guards, and boom, it's a foot race. Hmm. Um. Blue team is at phase four with them, but they mess up. <laughs> oh, and you, we, we gotta talk about the map. I mean, the guy left the map for the green team. That was yeah.
2: The green team just kept forgetting
1: stuff, and it's these little things. I mean, the less errors you make, the higher chances you have. And fortunately, the red team didn't make too many.
2: Yeah, they had a rough start, but it was pretty smooth sailing from then on.
1: Yes. And uh, the access card. I love how the blue team's trying to... Blue team could have, again, a comedy of errors for them. They will be kicking themselves. And as as much as Sal, I'm sure, wants to blame uh, his sister, you know what, dude? You didn't think of anything. You didn't think of that there was, you know, we should have swiped the key card or anything like that or blah, blah, like, or in fact, who should have grabbed the key card? Like, come on. T- right. you, you, everyone takes responsibility. They
2: should have, like, asked each other, do you have everything? Are you sure? You know, if they're both in it working together, they should be, like, checking yeah. each other's work.
1: If one of you falls off a mountain, you're both dying. Exactly. Um, And then, uh, yeah, I mean, after that, it's a foot race. And uh, lo and behold, yeah, the red team wins. So.
2: Red team wins. Yay.
1: So overall, a fun episode, right?
2: Yeah. It was fun to watch.
1: What did you think of, uh, I mean, I liked how Armando and Victor, they had the typical answers of like, you know, we learn about ourselves. But then Sal and his sister, I mean, that was kind of weird to see uh, them yeah. bickering back and forth.
2: And Sal, Sal clearly blamed his sister for, for getting the access card. And he didn't take any of the blame. Totally just like, yeah, it wasn't my fault. And then <laughs> Janine is like crying because she she obviously felt bad about it, but...
1: Yeah, I mean, it was interesting. He was like, you know, okay, people will remember. You know, you made sure to have your makeup right. Mm-hmm. And, like... Oh, that oh, was low. <laughs> that was low, but, it, I mean, it was interesting to have the fourth wall sort of broken down. Cause I think... I don't know why they put it on there, but it was a really genuine moment that he was pissed because she was more worried about the TV side of things rather than winning. Mm-hmm. So...
2: I, I, the thing that kind of bothered me at the end is when the red team finally won and it was all official, the other teams just gave up. They just stopped. I'm like, well, oh. at least try to keep, you know, just to finish. The green team just, like, stood there like, oh. That's
1: not the point of the game.
2: I know, but it's just, like, just have to just try to finish, you know, just for yourself.
1: No, that's not the point of the game. <laughs> not the point of the game, baby. All right, well, the point of our game, too, has come to an end. So um, we're going to head to a quick commercial break, and uh, we'll be back with um, more stuff to talk about. So tune in. I'm not even going to tell you what it is because you are going to stay tuned in, and you will find out right after this.
0: Hey there, good buddies. The handle's Wooly Bear. I'm a truck driving man, but I'm not that old school kind of truck driving man, no. I like to listen to podcasts while I'm driving through these great United States of ours. And my favorite podcasts in the world are from AfterBuzz TV. And why? Why? because AfterBuzz TV is like a post-game wrap-up show for all your favorite TV shows like Jersey Shore, Dancing with the Stars, Mad Men, and a whole truckload more. I like listening to my Gossip Girl podcast, catching up with all my fellow fans and getting all the latest news and gossip. No, you know, I got some strong opinions. And AfterBuzz TV lets me share those opinions with thousands of other listeners. woo What a feeling. I used to doze off on those lonely stretches of road, and don't worry, I got the cruise control. But now I'm wide awake and listening to all the AfterBuzz
1: TV goodness. <laughs> Check them out, give him a holler, and tell them the old woolly bear sent you. Welcome back, everybody. And um, one of the things that we forgot to talk about, very, very exciting news, almost um, breaking news, you might say. Do you want to know what it is?
2: What's that? Breaking news? Oh, sounds interesting. Yes,
1: breaking news. So, here it is. Apple has come out with a podcast app. (sighs) So, um, you guys will hear us say this a lot more in the future, but one of the things you guys can really do to help TV is to rate and comment. That way we know how we're doing, we can improve upon, and at the end of the day, deliver the type of programming that you would want to fully listen to and enjoy. So, rate and comment us on iTunes, the Apple podcast app makes it easier to do so, and it also makes it easier to tell a friend. Um, you know, A, we're an online network, and to be a good friend to us, you've got to spread the word. And you know what? Be a good friend to your friends because if they're a fan of, you know, in this case, The Great Escape, they want to know, you know, why Why wouldn't you turn them on to this? So please, please, please do your part. Tell a friend and rate and comment us via the podcast app if you so choose to. Again, great, great app. It's made by Apple. It makes well, better apps than Apple.
2: It only takes a minute, yes. It
1: takes five minutes. <laughs> what, what? What? Are you still Rain using dial-up? Are you using <laughs> no. dial-up? Jesus. Dial. <laughs> it takes 15 seconds, um, especially now with the app, baby. Um, also, another way that you can help us out is if you most of you guys we know purchase stuff via amazon and so now instead of purchasing it directly through amazon go through afterbuzz tv there's you go to so go to afterbuzz tv.com there you'll find an amazon banner and it'll take you to the real amazon and whatever points you have bonus rewards etc or sales points um you still retain it doesn't cost you anything extra And then shop away with whatever it is you were searching for in the first place, except when you finally purchase it, we get a percentage of that. So again, if you're going to buy stuff on Amazon, go to AfterBuzzTV.com, click the Amazon banner and shop away shopaholics. You have my permission.
2: Yes, I'm going to go to Amazon and I'm going to go shop for stuff because I was at Barnes and Noble's yesterday and I was looking for a specific book and they didn't have it. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to Amazon.
1: Time to shop online because if they don't have it online, you know they have it online. Yeah, because they'll find Amazon will find the person that has it o- <laughs> online to make sure that Amazon has it online.
2: Uh, they better have it online. I actually I know they do. So when I go to buy my book, I'm gonna go to afterbuzztv.com first.
1: Well, thank you. Um, and now, let's head straight into...
0: And now, your After Buzz TV predictions.
1: All right. Well, what's tough is we watched it, and uh, they they, didn't, they don't put the teaser at the end. They put the teaser in the middle. And so it makes it tough to watch the teaser. So, what do you predict? Oh. Well, let me ask you this. How about this? We'll do... I mean, it's tough to say. I mean, there's obviously no through line, so it's not like you could say the blue team's going to win, especially since there's no educated thing behind it. You know, uh, for that kind of guess, it's not like you even kind of get to see the characters, even if you saw the teaser. But let's say this: where would you like them to escape from?
2: Uh, <laughs> I. That's a good question. I let me think about that.
1: Unfortunately <laughs> you. you gotta yeah. give me an answer.
2: That's true. That's true. Um where are they again?
1: They're is anywhere they where, wanna be.
2: So anywhere in the world
1: Anywhere in the damn world. Where
2: I'd like to see them escape from. Ooh, Fort Knox.
1: Fort Knox, okay.
2: That I think that'd be really interesting to see. Why is that? Because everyone knows that's a heavily guarded area and I think it'd be just fun to see.
1: All right. All right. That's a cool idea. Um, Where would I... I would like to see... um, We talked about the Great Wall of China but I don't know exactly how you would pull that off. Um, So we'll see. I mean, maybe, maybe like a... Maybe like a European castle with secret passageways and things like that, where they, you know, like almost like um, uh, the the man in the iron mask type of st- prison. Ah, oh, okay, yeah. You know. Mhm. So that'd be fun. Anyway, uh, if you guys want to talk more about the Great Escape or anything in general, uh, certainly feel free to do that by tweeting.
2: Yes, I am Marissa Movies. That's M A R I S A Movies on Twitter.
1: And you can find us here at AfterBuzz TV. So whenever you guys talk TV, make sure to add in and mention AfterBuzz TV. On behalf of Mercer and myself, we would like to thank you, and we'll be back next week, enjoying some more Great Escape. Yeah.